Welcome to this week's episode of the Entrepreneur Podcast, where every week we talk about how you can bring your creative dreams to life. My name is Cole. My name is Adam. This week, we're talking about five things that will always be true. And because they're always true, we really don't have to worry about them anymore. These are typically things that we as creative people spend a lot of our time and emotional energy worrying about. And uh, hopefully by the end of today's episode, we'll be able to release some of that. So the first thing that is always going to be true, and because it's always going to be true, you can just stop worrying about it. There will never be enough money. And I think this is true for all of us all the time, no matter how much money we have, no matter how small or large the project is, artists are inherently dreamers. And because we're inherently dreamers, we're always going to be thinking about the next thing, the next thing we can make, the next thing we can do. And uh, it's always probably going to exceed the resources we have. So it's important that we learn to do what we can with what we have today. You've heard us talk about it on the podcast today uh, before, but we're going to bring it back up to, again today because I think it's so important. Yeah, and I think something that I have learned through all that is that you can always grow into a bigger space or grow into a bigger budget. And so just because you don't have a big budget to start with doesn't mean that you can't get to one. For example, when I first started recording bands, I was doing it out of a spare room in a house that my family was renting. And then after a little while, we moved into a commercial space that was like, what, eight, 800 to 1,000 square feet. And then after a few years, after a few years there, sorry, we moved into an even bigger one. And then over time, we actually ended up moving it back into my house that I live in now. And so the budget has changed over time and just watching that evolve it's not you're not always going to start off with the amount of money that you wish that you did mm -hmm. have but doesn't mean you can't make it happen yeah i mean we produce really large events and some of those have pretty big budgets but it's one of those things where it's always like ah, oh, if only we could do that thing or only if we could build this or wouldn't it be cool if we had the technology to make x y or z and we're always dreaming about these really massive things. And sometimes we get to create those. And sometimes we just have to say, well, maybe in three years we can make that. And the nice part about it is our audience is not in the planning committee. Right. So if you have an idea for a show that would cost $10,000 to put on, and then you realize you could maybe realistically come up with $2,000, they are just going to see that $2,000 show and go, wow, this is great. Right. They're not going, oh man, they, he should have made the $10,000 version because they don't know it existed. Yep. All right. Second thing that is always going to be true so you can stop worrying about it is you will never make something that everyone likes. And so honestly, there's no need to try. I think we as creative people are often thinking, oh, are people going to like it? Which just from a higher level standpoint, I think is probably the wrong question for us to be asking. But regardless, we're never going to make something that everyone likes. So there's no need to try. So we can stop wasting our time trying to please every everyone and instead make things that are, are, are authentic to our experiences and our aesthetic. Yeah, I think I've always been surprised. Sometimes I'll release a song and I don't feel like it's the one that is the one everyone's going to like. And I'll even be surprised by how many people end up liking it. Mm -hmm. So that kind of goes both directions where sometimes you end up surprised by how much people are impressed by something that you maybe didn't think was your best work. 
Yeah. And I think our, our maybe mind shift and then action shift is to find the audience who needs who we are. So we just, this past weekend, closed an event called Recharge. It's this orchestral event where we have a 75-minute program where orchestral musicians play ambient and reflective music, and then the audience can bring a pillow and a blanket and lay down during the show. For some people, like that's the best musical experience they could ever have in the world. And other people honestly just want to like go wild at like an EDM festival and have the hardest time like ever. Um, and so it's one of those things where it's like, even people I love, not all of them are going to want to come to an event like recharge. On the other hand, something like dazzling nights, this massive like holiday light event that we put on. I mean, that audience, that audience size was 37,000 people last year. The event that we just did for recharge was under a thousand. And it's like, okay, there are just those two things are made for two different groups of people. And there are fewer people in the world who want that thing than who want to go out with their family during the holidays and see this massive like lighting installation and a 50 acre garden. And that's just the nature of creative work. Some of the things we make will resonate with a ton of people. Some of the things that we make will resonate with a small number of people. And it's not up to us to determine who resonates with what we are just called to make from an authentic place that resonates with our experience and our aesthetic and whoever connects with that is going to connect with it. The next thing that's always going to be true so we can stop worrying about it is whatever we make is never going to be perfect. And I think that what some of us end up doing is we either never start or we work perpetually on a project and never release it because we're just trying to make it perfect. When really all we're doing, all the changes that we're making, all the ed rounds of edits that we're, we're making aren't making it better. They're just making it different. And we sometimes spend our time trying to come up with the perfect thing when the perfect thing just doesn't exist. You know, I was watching a cooking show one time. I want to say it was one time cutthroat kitchen. <laughs> and I remember very distinctly, I think it was uh, Alex Garnaschelli. She said to someone's dish, sometimes you've just got to know when to sign the painting. Hmm. And that I was like, wow, that was weirdly profound because I think the person like, you know, they had thrown a bunch of garnishes on and then like zested a lemon over the top of the mm. dish and then like a little oil ring around it and she yeah. was just like you know just you got to know when to sign the painting yeah. thought that was a great quote yeah and that has stuck with me so much so yeah. when you say that it just reminds me of that yeah we can always add we can always change we can always do something different we can always edit it one more time but eventually that's a great word just got to learn when to sign the painting all right, the fourth thing that'll always be true so we can stop worrying about is that most of what we make will never be seen by more than a very few people. And I think this, for me, relieves so much pressure for everything I make to be the thing. Because let's be honest, most of the things we make are not going to be the thing. So we shouldn't waste our time trying to make a hit we should just be faithful because consistency is far more likely to result in success than a single moment of genius or a single incredible work. Like these podcasts, for example. Today's episode 
is number 178. And there are varying levels of response to each of these episodes. Some of them are really meaningful for people and they want to share them. Some of them are just kind of like, okay, that didn't really resonate with me. And you know what? That's okay because we haven't made one episode of this podcast. We've made 178 episodes of this podcast. And they all vary in who they reach, how they reach people, the importance that people put on the content in each of them. But it's not about making the podcast episode. It's about making the podcast, which has at this point 178 episodes. Finally, the last thing that will always be true, so we can stop worrying about it, is you haven't arrived and you never will. We all battle with this intense pressure to be self-assured and to be somebody who has it all together and an artist who knows what they're doing. We all wonder if this piece or that piece is going to be good or meaningful. And one of the lessons that I've learned a lot about recently is that life is an ongoing process. It's not a finished one. The thing that I make today isn't the last thing I make, hopefully. It's just the next thing I make. And hopefully I have a lot of life ahead of me to continue to evolve and grow as an artist. But no matter how much growth I go through, no matter how much evolution happens, no matter how much better I get at doing what it is that I do, I won't arrive. I'll just keep growing. Yeah, and I think a lot of people look back at art history for example there's you know an artist that has a blue phase or they have a cubist phase or you know this is where they had their commercial success or whatever it is but a lot of that stuff is like descriptive after the fact and realistically our art careers are not going to be some like perfect character arc where it's like Mm. we're crafting this career over this span of time and then now i'm going to have this phase where Mm. i do this and that it's just you're trying to figure it out and you'd be surprised when you talk to people who have been in their career 20 years deep and they're still figuring it out and they don't have necessarily the most clear direction and they don't have some clear image of like, oh, I'm doing this next because Mm -hmm. I must do this. It's all like an exploratory process that we're all going through. That is like such a great point. One of my favorite art exhibitions I've ever seen was in Oslo at the Monk Museum, Edward Monk, who did the screen painting. And it was a like life retrospective of Edward Monk and uh, Van, Vincent Van Gogh. And they had probably like 10 different rooms. And each of those rooms was a different phase from their life. And they were contemporaries, but they didn't know each other. And so, for instance, one of like one of the rooms was their time in Paris. Both of them spent time in Paris and they had paintings from each of those two artists in those rooms showing how their time in Paris individually influenced each of them. They had a room that showed the evolution of their brush strokes and those kinds of things. And it's really kind of like cut and dry, kind of a simple representation of their artistic process. And we, looking back on the lives of these artists, can say, oh, yeah, look, this happened and then that happened and they went there and they learned this and they were influenced by that. But they weren't experiencing that that way in the moment. They just both happened to go to Paris and live there for some time. And that inspired them and transformed them in specific ways. Some of those were similar. Some of those things were different. But I think we look at retrospectives like that or we hear about art history or we know the life or career of an artist who's in their 80s or something. And it's like, yeah, this is what their career arc was like. Well, 
when they were making music in 1962, like they didn't know that. They were just living their life and being faithful to the process. So listen, I hope these five things are things that are relevant to you because I know that they're relevant to me. And when I have conversations with artists, these five things come up a lot. And I think as we accept them as true, it gives us the opportunity to relieve ourselves of the pressure of thinking we're the only people who experience them. And rather, we can begin adjusting our mindset, recognizing that these five things will always be true. And so we just got to keep making anyway. So one more time before we go away from this podcast episode, one, there will never be enough money and that's okay. Do what you can with what you have. Number two, you'll never make someone something that everyone likes. So just be true to yourself, authentic to your experiences and your aesthetic. Number three, it's never going to be perfect. So just make and release and discipline yourself, yourself to put stuff out into the world. Number four, most of what you make will ever will will only ever be seen by very few people. So don't make one thing. Don't try to make the perfect thing. Just be faithful and keep making. And lastly, you haven't arrived and you never will. Life is a continual process. So stop putting pressure on yourself to be perfect. As always, it's incredible hanging out with you. Thank you so much for taking time uh, to hang out with us and follow us on Instagram at Podcast. See ya. We'll see you next week.